0: Okay, so I'm gonna uh, start recording. I'm Brian from Behind the Indies, and I have with me Dan Butchko, who's the founder of Play NYC. Hi, Dan. Hello
1: there. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, so I had a question. I mean, there's for people who don't know, um, Play NYC uh, is an offshoot of Playcrafting. Right? Is that correct?
1: That's true. Uh, we've been doing events and classes and courses locally in New York for several years now, as well as in a couple of other uh, cities across the country. And Play NYC has become uh, really the cornerstone uh, for all play crafting activities, I and mean, it unites developers from across the country with a real focus on um, developers, players, and even streamers in the New York area, in the Northeast region.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I was really surprised to learn that, I mean, not only were you guys New York's first, but only, like, dedicated game convention.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we, um, we, at PlayCrafting, have been doing all games events, oh, and there are a lot of really great communities uh, within the larger uh, New York community that are doing uh, events in games, but there hasn't been a all games convention uh, up until now. Um, And, you know, we just got kind of sick of the fact that New York Comic-Con is the only huge event in town and games are just a small slice of it. So we really wanted to build something that was uh, completely interactive and 100% playable, and that's why we
0: launched it last year. Nice. Yeah, and uh, you guys also have an amazing venue. Um, For those who don't know, uh, it's at Hammerstein Ballroom this year, which has obviously hosted some pretty spectacular events. Um, How how did that come about?
1: So that was the result of months of research and talking to um, venues all across New York um, we really wanted to, to ship with a venue that could be plan YC's home for the years to come as well. So center is sort of the the parent complex that houses the uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom. Mm-hmm. So within the Manhattan center, there are about four or five venues comprising the hall. The Hammerstein Ballroom is by far the largest, but there are a multitude of, of other ones as well. And so, We're gonna start with just the Hammerstein Ballroom this year, but the idea here is that as the years go on, we are taking over uh, the other spaces within the larger Manhattan Center as well. Um, Really just shares our commitment to growing and supporting um, the games community here in New York uh, and really making this a focal point for games as a whole and helping to elevate New York City in, in the industry as a whole too
0: yeah yeah i think that's fantastic um i I was actually recently going to write a piece because i've been you know talking to a lot of indie game developers and a lot of them from uh you know from other countries and other states uh about the indie scene in their city so what do you think of uh like the indie scene in new york
1: i just think it's the most incredible community i've been um I, I'm from this area originally. I grew up in New Jersey, uh, moved to New York when I was uh, going to college at NYU uh, for undergrad. Been here ever since. And when I uh, first uh, joined the meetup group that I eventually turned into playcrafting, blown because people don't know that there are so many incredible games and really talented developers in their own backyard here in New York. Yeah, don't have a huge number of huge AAA studios. Uh, We do have a couple. So the biggest one being Avalanche Studios. Uh, They're working on Just Cause 4 coming out this December.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, They're sort of the big in-house developer uh, that we have in New York City, but Rockstar also has a huge presence of like mid-level and smaller. Um, And so what you'll see is in the absence of, you know, 10, 20, 30 large scale studios scene of sort of startup culture studios that are um, everyone from a one person to ten person team that really are kind of bootstrapping it and have that New York don't quit mentality. (laughs) It really comes through in the kinds of games they're making and just the resiliency. Um, The developers are so excited to get their games in the hands of, of new players, and also to connect with other developers who are working on their own projects. We see tons of new studios forming constantly and new games coming together with uh, you know developers from all different walks of life and different backgrounds. Such a open, welcoming community vibe. And on top of that, a diverse community as well, obviously a reflection of New York as a whole, um, and it's just so nice to see games as what I like to call the great uniter um, in terms of the New York community, but as well as, you know, the broader community as well.
0: Nice. Yeah. So you you mentioned that you started this as a meetup group. Um, I, I'd love to hear about how it kind of, you know, transitioned into, you know, really this huge event.
1: I'm a lot of... Companies will and organizations will get started. You know, they'll start out and then they'll try to build a community around the services that they're providing. And for us, it's the opposite. So there was just already such a vibrant community originally in place, um, and I really worked with a lot of the developers locally to build out an organization around that community in service of that community. So offering. Um, smaller local events uh, in New York, as well, uh, you know, as a way to connect developers with each other, as well as with new players and fans, as well as uh, educational content, so that we could, you know, bring in new developers and can go from becoming a gamer to a creator, mm-hmm. uh, and that's really, you know, how we've seen the best way to. Um, we keep the barrier for entry on, on the classes and courses as low as possible in terms of pricing and time commitment. It's not a uh, multi year, you know, tens of thousands of dollars uh, program. It's mm-hmm. a lot more affordable and ad hoc and approachable. So that's been a way that we've been able to really grow the community. Um, and then through the events, Countless uh, demo nights and local expos and panels, et cetera. Um, By the end of 2016, our seasonal expo, which we've been doing about four of per year, um, had gotten to the point of having about 150 games and 1,200 people coming through without us actually doing any advertising. So that was all just through word of mouth. (laughs) That was a real indicator to us that, you know, New York needs its own full-scale all-games convention. So when it comes to Plan YC, are the largest and craziest, uh, boldest event that we've ever done uh, and and what we did last year in in its first iteration. Mm -hmm. Um, But in some respects, with the local community, it's a, a graduated version of something we've already been doing for a long time. So something we love seeing is is developers who have been involved in the local community for years and years, you know, on the main stage at the venue, having thousands of people walk through um, and check out their games at their booths um, in their own backyard. That really is, you know, the biggest reward I think for play crafting as an organization and as a community. Yeah. All born of that, that meetup group originally.
0: Yeah. That's, that's pretty amazing. Um, and you you were just talking a little bit about uh the classes at playcrafting uh for those who don't know you have a uh unity class starting next week i believe uh, yeah, that, that, june twenty seventh yeah that's a eight week um, unity class could right. you could you uh i mean aside from that one uh i would say i guess for for people listening here since i mostly cater to uh to indie developers what what would you say would be maybe like the top three um courses they might want to consider
1: you know the learn unity and eight weeks course that we offer that that one is starting next week and also will be coming back again in the fall um that one's by far our most popular course it's the one that sort of kick-started all of the educational content that we've built out since. means over a hundred new developers each year in New York alone, as well as now in other cities.
0: Uh, so that's mm-hmm. by far
1: the most popular. And then the community wanted some content around the Unreal Engine as well. So we also yeah. have a Learn Unreal in 8 Weeks course. Um, both courses are completely hands-on. They're in-person. You have the support of local developers and the local community. Um, a lot of folks that kind of get tired of online learning and like just the coldness and lack of connection that exists on there will come through um, those courses because you're not just going into a classroom and learning in some dry way. It's very much a community organization and a community experience. Um, teams that are coming out of our classes and courses shown off at some of these larger events like NYC as a way to amplify the work that, that the different students are uh, you know, making in there. Um, and also, we keep it completely approachable so that if you have some experience, uh, you can certainly come in and you'll have a little bit of an edge in terms of the content. But it's structured so that you don't need any experience whatsoever coming in and you uh, walk out having made three or four games in eight weeks. It's a great portfolio builder. For Um, And then on top of that, we do a number of one-night classes and full-day workshops. Uh, The most recent one was a a 3D asset creation workshop where we had the developer of a really cool local fighting game um, called Punch Planet. And he was showing folks how to uh, use Maya to create 3D assets. Uh, uh Um, One of those. But, you know, they're offered on a rolling basis, and there's always something on the calendar in the New York area, as well as in San Francisco and Boston.
0: Yeah, I I definitely like how you have your courses broken up. Like, it seems to make sense, like starting with a 2D project, then moving into 3D, uh, you know, and then more into, like, you know, particle systems and and animation uh, towards the end.
1: To make sure that um, the folks that are coming through our classes and courses are Uh, learning by doing. So we don't want to just have a developer standing at the front of the room and, you know, proselytizing about um, what games are, what they can be, and just talking generally about design principles. We want people to be learning creating and uh, of course getting things like design principles um, and more theory stuff along the way, but the real core of it is is diving in and being hands-on because we want folks to have that kind of experience and have Games that have directly been created in that short period of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's excellent. Um, so I I have to ask for people who have um, done, uh, you know, some of your 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 courses at Playcrafting, um, if they want to apply for. Uh, Play NYC as exhibitors, do they get any uh, preferred treatment or how, how is the, I guess I should ask, how is the, um, the exhibitors uh, chosen at Play NYC? Sure.
1: So, um, you know, we really value the community side of things, even in terms of bringing on uh, new exhibitors. So uh, there is a form on our website for uh, folks to sign on. Um, they submit their information, and then they literally get a call directly from me. I don't know how sustainable that's going to be <laughs> in the years to <laughs> come. we get 30,000 people. Um, but, you know, for, for now, it makes sense for us to talk directly to folks. Um, they submit their general information, talk about the games that they're working on, and then um, I send along overall information on PlayNYC and talk through with them exactly what the event's all about, see what their game is like. Um, and then for us, as long as uh, what they're working on and what they have to show is interactive and it's a game, and all are welcome. So uh, typically it's developers, so any developers that are the majority of our exhibitors, but there are some larger studios mixed in, there are student projects mixed in, um, and there's even some non developers mixed in as well. We just have the rule of every single booth need to be interactive. Mm -hmm. A streamer, for example, has chosen to get a booth this year at PlayNYC, and he's actually going to be partnering up with a local developer to have their game playable inside his booth. So uh, we call PlayNYC 100% playable, and and we mean it. So um, as long as uh, games are uh, interactive, functional, Age-appropriate and uh, welcoming to folks of all different backgrounds, and uh, all are welcome.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. And you're you're talking about, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, the interactive element, and uh, you you have installations there as well. Um, on your website, you call them graffiti games. Could you tell everyone a little little about that?
1: So. Last year, we launched with PlayNYC our graffiti games initiative. Uh, this was a way for us to connect directly with some of the top developers in the New York community and have games commissioned specifically for debut at PlayNYC. So last year, we had about seven. Um, this year, we're hoping to have at least that many, if not more. And really, they are the kinds of games that are Exclusive to Plan YC, you can't get them anywhere else uh, before Plan YC, and they convert the space into really like what we like to call a, an interactive playground. So last year they featured called Star Catcher VR, where you were physically catching stars in the air uh, with nets to create constellations on on a wall that had a projection on it. A way to there was one called Salmon Roll, which featured a six-foot-long log-like controller where two people were basically rolling um, huh. stream and trying to avoid them getting eaten by uh, by bears. It was pretty cool. Nice. So this year, yeah, so this year we're going to have um, more graffiti games. They're getting finalized right now, um, but they will debut exclusively at Plan My C. Um They're called Graffiti Games because they uh, are meant to take over... Uh, interesting features in the venue and kind of exist outside of you know your typical booth or kiosk setup. Um, definitely keep an eye out for those. Uh, we'll be announcing them probably about two or three weeks before the event itself. and they ranked among the top games at the show last year among the uh, the folks that attended. So they really are, I think, a cornerstone of what makes NYC so special.
0: Yeah, it does. It looks awesome. And for people who haven't, uh, you know, seen the website or weren't there last year, like the pictures just look like, I mean, like a great party. Like it looks like a super fun time. <laughs> um,
1: it, it really, and you know, it was so cool last year to see folks of all different ages um, just Fully immersing themselves into the graffiti games and to the games as a whole throughout the venue, and so I just personally can't wait to see it all come together again here, uh, especially through the graffiti games.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to be there. I, I was not there last year. Um, I know that you definitely do have some, uh, you know, like behind the indies alumni who are going to be there. Uh, like Game Revenant is going to be there. Uh, I know for sure. Um, and a couple others who uh, uh, who I think are going to be there I haven't heard back from them yet um, but I also wanted to bring up something you guys have gotten um, some pretty good press uh, yeah. so I'm, I'm curious how you uh, or, or maybe what, what was kind of the, the most surprising where you, you kind of went like holy crap like this is, this is big
1: <laughs> Last year, I think the most surprising one was uh, when we got featured on New York One, like the TV station. we um, fortunate enough to be featured across many different websites and even in print. Um, but I think New York One was probably the coolest um, and de- definitely the most outside the box same time, a couple days before uh, the New York one piece, uh, we were uh, in the Metro newspaper, which is the one that's given away uh, in subway stations all mm-hmm. throughout the city. Yep, They're in there too. So I think between uh, newspaper and TV, those were sort of like the really exciting, crazy ones. But of course we are appreciative of, of the uh, covers that we get across the board. Uh, as well
0: yeah excellent and uh I'm I'm just curious were there any times last year that you know like kind of stand out as highlights for you personally
1: um I think honestly for for me personally last year it had never happened before this was the first play NYC in 2017 and um it was of uh, floor plans and photos and walkthroughs, had me ready for the actual impact of seeing the whole uh, show floor come together. So last year, when I walked in on the first day and saw, you know, there was a line out the door to get in, and just seeing everybody on site and in that space, it really sort of hit me that we put together something really, really special. And um, it's just a testament to the YC production team and this community of developers and streamers and fans for really just taking the leap with us and um, the idea of New York's own all games convention really resonating and, and finding a place. Um, I think seeing it all come together on that first day when I walked in Really put things into perspective for me and I realized wait a minute This is something that we're going to need to be doing for years and years to come. This cannot be a one off
0: <laughs> nice
1: uh, It also means that uh, for all the folks involved it, it, it means that the summer months are going to be a little bit busier than we all had Expected before we launched it um, I Love and it's something that we love to come together and do
0: Excellent and uh Let's see, I guess, for those who don't know, it's $33 for a day pass, right? Is that correct?
1: Three, actually, for uh, a time frame. So uh, in the interest of getting as many folks in the door as possible, we have lengthened the show hours. Uh, It's now 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, And folks can buy tickets uh, in time periods. So there's one for 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and another for 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. on each day.
0: Oh, gotcha. And then do you, are you doing also like a weekend pass? Right uh,
1: now. Yeah. So right now there are um, full weekend passes available for developers and pros, as well as press and influencers. And there is no option right now on the site for um, general admission for the entire weekend. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, There are discounted passes available though. We call it a B plus three. um, And that's really targeted toward families. So that takes like the price down a little bit if you buy a pack of four tickets uh, for one of the individual like.
0: (laughs) Yeah, gotcha. And that's something that uh, people should also know is that it is a family friendly event.
1: And we like to, you know, Plan YC was built not just for folks that are already sort of in it uh, on games. We really wanted to make something that kind of had a carnival vibe to it, where whether or not you uh, know what the latest game releases are in the indie community or in the larger community, uh, whether you're like reading all the sites and up on your news or, you know, 100 hours on your favorite RPG, uh, we like the idea of creating this atmosphere where the whole family can come. Spend the day, have a blast, and really just treat it like a carnival, like it's a big attraction. We convert a a really cool space into a playable um, event. And so uh, we welcome folks of all ages and all backgrounds uh, and want them to enjoy themselves in a way that we're hoping they can't find anywhere else.
0: Yeah. Awesome. That's fantastic. I, well, like I said, I'll, I'm definitely looking forward to being there. Um, I don't want to keep you too long. I know I know you're a little bit fried. Um, but is there anything I missed that you would like folks to know about?
1: Full information on Play NYC is online at play-nyc.com. Um, we have started announcing the exhibitors who will be on site. There are already uh, over sixty. Uh, studios and publishers and whatnot that will be on site at the event. And in the weeks to come, we're gonna be announcing uh, more around the graffiti games and the stream and some of the other stuff. Just come by and experience it for yourself because the videos and the photos, I don't think do it justice. You really have to see it to believe it. And um, we'd love to have you there. So play-nyc.com to get tickets, and uh, check out what is in store for what will be an incredible weekend
0: excellent, yeah, and I know uh some of my listeners are developers also, so your submission deadline is uh june twenty ninth right nine, okay. for uh for exhibitors so any of you indie dev out there who are listening uh it's time to jump on it, man. there's only nine you know <laughs> well, by the time this is published, there might only be a few days left to to get your submissions in.
1: Definitely. Uh, Just submit the information on the exhibitor portion on the website, and uh, we'll talk to you, uh, answer any questions you have, and we'd love to have you there. All that matters is that uh, you have interactive content to show the masses. We don't care what kind of game. Um, Digital tabletop is also welcome. VR, all platforms. Uh, come one, come all. Bring your games, and if you just want to come check them out, come and get ready to play a ton of games because there'll be a lot there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. And for those who don't know, when it is uh, August 11th and 12th at uh, the Ma- yeah at across the it. sorry at the Manhattan Center, which is right across from a, a from a Penn Station. Wait, is that where it is? Yep. Yeah, right across from Penn Station. Sorry. <laughs> well, excellent, Dan. It's been awesome talking to you and learning more about PlayCrafting and play NYC. And I hope that everyone listening is gonna come and show up.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Brian. We're excited to have you there too.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I will, of course, like you know, include uh, all the relevant links and that kind of stuff on the uh, podcast as well. Great. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dan. Talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you later. Bye-bye.